This fella is an absolute garbage show. Like, he's fighting in gym and put your body in distress. What makes you believe you can sell for a successful business? Welcome back to this week's new episode of The Hustler Pod. Today, I'm joined with Joel Ledwich. Joel, introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? What's happening, boys? Uh, I am Joel Ledwich. I am a college student and I work in Intel. That's about as good as it gets at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what's your relationship with myself? So how do, how do we meet? Uh, me and Brad met ages ago when they were playing, uh, playing football for uh, right. Leeds United. Why age would you like, what, eight? Nah, I say younger than that. We came through the academy together. Yeah, but maybe like what? We might have been like six, seven. Five, then. four, yeah. yeah we, we were young fellas, like, played ball the way through. Um, till we were about, I left when I was 12. I think you left when you were about 14, didn't you? That's true, that's right. And then uh, obviously you went to the same school. And then we weren't, we became good mates now in like fifth year when we ended up in the same class. That's true. We became good mates then, but. No, but you know, it's funny because, you know, going through secondary school, right, the cycle of secondary school, one thing I believe is that when you enter first year, you lose a sense of identity because you're just trying to, everyone, no one knows who they are and they're just trying to fit in and they, you know, so that's why I found it difficult to find myself up until around 50 and that's how we became friends yeah. because... Yeah, we're sure, like, most people don't really, like, know this just until they're about 60. There you, you know, go. Like, so, the shell proper. There we go. Yeah. I like to think I was the exact same, but obviously I wasn't. I was a gobby cunt. No, I was a bit of a gobby fella back. Yeah. You were that guy, bro. Don't nah. don't downplay that. Back then, you were that guy. Ah, we're not that guy anymore, no. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I fell off. No, no, you haven't fell off. No, but I mean, like, I mean, as in, like when I mean, you were saying that going to secondary school, you know, you find a hype, bro. You were that guy from early, man. Ah, sure, like, it's, it's, all still about, like, it's all about the charm, innit? Yeah, the charm yeah. and charisma and stuff, you know what I mean? Definitely, bro. But um, 100%. So, well, with the Hustlers United podcast, what we aim to do is, you know, is to, is to educate, to inspire, to touch those who need touching, you know, to give wisdom to those who have deaf ears and to give sight to the blind, right? And I, I know Joe personally, and I want to, because I feel like he has a story to tell. And today's episode, I'm going to navigate you through that whole story and what he has to offer. To the people and 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 all that kind of stuff. So before we get into anything, you worked with Hustlers Unite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, a. Tell Hustlers, me the experience. Uh, Tell me the experience. Yeah, uh, I was a Hustlers Unite model okay. um, for the launch of the new clothes that mm-hmm. Bradley is wearing now. Um, we did it in the car park loop side the Wizard Bridge. Right. And to be fair, I had a blast. It was a lot of fun. So lot of fun. You have been involved in modeling before, am I right? Um. Not really, like in you know, like I was uh, I applied for stuff back in the day because I thought I was uh, I thought I was a little sort, but like nothing really, okay, nothing really major. It's it's fair to say that you have what it takes to be a model. Sure, well, sure, I don't want to blow smoke up me on No, like, bro, you know, listen, if if you if you got it, you fl- you say it, man. It's actually like, like I consider myself a fairly decent looking. I fan, think so. you are as well, and and the reason why I decided to grab you is because first of all, we have a good relationship, and. It's, it, it, it represents what we embody, you understand? Yeah. Because we've grown up together and now we're doing a project together. Now, while we're on that topic, I want to ask you, bro, what does, what did host, what, when I asked you, how did you feel like to do it? Like, well, sure, man, it's, uh, it's one of those things, like, there's no greater feeling than seeing one of your boys doing yeah. well, you know what I mean? Like, That's good. It's, it's great, great feeling. And uh, 
when you asked me to help out, I was more than happy to, obviously, because you're my brother. So, like, yeah, that's when I saw you doing well, well man, saw you doing well, I was like, oh, I gotta help him out, man, yeah, any way I can. So, has to be done, doesn't it? No, for sure, for sure. And so, in that sense, what does First Legend Night mean to you? Well, sure. It just, in my opinion, is just such a great opportunity for people to like thrive and like embrace it and be themselves properly. And I thought, I think you're doing a really good job marking that whole thing, like you know what I mean. That's the message, obviously, bro. obviously, yeah. Obviously, for me, it means a lot more to me and the boys are close to it because obviously it's your brand. It's you brought it up. You brought it up like it's your thing. So me and everyone else that that are made to it. Couldn't be more than happy. We're more than happy for them. I'm more than happy for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's Great. a great. That's, that's 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 a very nice feeling. Um, it's it's very even like a lot. What you find is a lot of the models we have grown up together. Yeah, yeah. So Ollie was the same yeah, place. Yeah, football and all that. Danny Norris, the same thing. Football and all that. Jack Rabbitson, Raph behind the camera. Raph, obviously. That's Raph, it, bro. Even, even Rachel, like that's sure. one. But yeah. that's, that's it, bro. Hustlers United. It's literally the mm. name. So like. For me, I think it's cool that I can have an idea and then have people like you who see the vision and, and want to be part of it. I think, I think that's the most beautiful things about the whole project yeah. in itself. Um, but yeah, no, so we met playing football. Do you still play football? Um, sadly, I do not play football anymore. Okay. and um, I left football to play rugby and Gaelic when I was like 12, 13. So you're not you? Sure, yeah, I consider myself an athlete, yeah. Well, that's fair enough to say. So, how how was the journey of becoming, transitioning from a teenager to almost like an athlete, almost, with, with full-time requirements? Um, I loved it, to be honest with you. I had, up until I was about 17, 18, I had, I, obviously, I loved going out, being with my mates and all that. Of course. Never touched any sort of alcohol and substance, like that, yeah. substance at all up until I was like 17, 18 which is right. like which is mad I think because like in Ireland there's such a big culture for drinking when you're younger right especially like you go on sessions you go on parties and obviously you want to have a bit of fun of course but for me it was I was so into sports that I just didn't want to go near it I was like for me to be the best that I can be I didn't want to go near it and then when I was 17 uh, I was playing, actually I played for, played minor with Kildare. That's right. And I, it came even more to me, like I didn't want to go you, near. This is, this is you this in is the zone. Me. This is me. But then COVID hit, everything changed then obviously because COVID, big break, gave me a lot of time to do absolutely nothing. So COVID changed a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Like oh, for sure. And I'm, I'm a testament yeah. for that. <laughs> and obviously you changed, you went into the gym. Right. I changed, but I went through. <laughs> I out a lot more. But, um, no, no, no. We will touch on that. <coughs> but the most important thing, right, is that true sport, it taught you discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sure, sports gave me such, like, the attitude that I have now. So, determin determination, determination for anything like that I got out of sports. Because, right. like, anyone that knows me knows how competitive I No, no, it's true. <laughs> He's an athlete in the half, and, be, and he doesn't like to say it, but he is. And while I was while I was speaking about that, I just want I want, I want you to tell the people because I know you're you're doing rugby, Gaelic, Gaelic rugby, football, football, athletics, athletics and this was everything you could possibly yeah. do. And how was were you eating properly? Were you doing it? 
Oh, sure. When I was, honestly, I was a bit like a little tank when I was younger. Like, when I was, when I was like 15, I was like, unbelievably, like, I was completely shredded to a tea. There was not an ounce of fat on my whole body okay. at all. And it was like, mad. So that allowed like, you to be the best possible you you could be? Yeah, like, I was, oh boy, like, it's because I literally barely went there. All I did was train, though. Like, I was... Like, there was days where I'd go straight from school to training session, have to leave that training session early to go to another training session. Same with matches on the weekend. Like, the reason I had to drop football and I had to drop athletics was because I was leaving halfway through games Game and stuff to, like go that, to. to go to different things. That's was, commitment. Yes, I mean, I was getting better a lot more. I was getting better a lot quicker in the Gaelic and rugby than I was in the athletics and football. So, I wanted to get better, obviously. So, I would leave the football games at half time that's and right. play Gaelic games because I was getting a lot I was getting better a lot quicker and I was enjoying a lot more because I was getting better because like there's one thing about me like I love as a like, I don't like saying it myself but when okay. people tell me I'm good if I fucking love it like I, okay. like, I thrive off it like it, like they give that to me it feeds me to I get, try and get better and better, better yeah. to keep so, pushing I want to be whatever I do if if the need does come back and I get back into sports. I want to be the best, like the best right. people. Like I want people around. Even I don't care where it is. People around leagues. People around there. And I don't care. Just I to know them, that. I want them to know that I am quality. So this. You know I mean? So this is now. It's, it's giving not, you. It's not, it's not a cocky thing, though. Like, it's no, it's, like, it's, it's not. No, it's not. But, but do you know what it is, bro? I actually spoke about it in the last podcast, bro. Ego separation. If you have a big ego, that means that you're able to believe in yourself and nobody else does. Yeah, that's what I want to be the best. It's, there not, you go. it's not that I want people to tell me that I'm the best. You, you want, want to know the best. I want to know I'm the best. Like, I want to know I'm the best, if that makes sense. Good. Like, but it's not, like, I'm not going to just sit on my ass and be like, yeah, I'm the best. Like, if I, t- if I want to be the best, I'm going to be out there trying more. Day in, day out. That's the difference, though. Like, and then. Um, if you look at cunts like uh, Conor McGregor, you either love him or you hate him. Like, it's not in between. But he said from the start, since he was like 19, fighting random fellas in the backyards when playing fishing, they're not fishing trunks, swimming shorts. Um, he said he was going to be the best. There you go. And he, he is the best. He's like, if you go anywhere else, if you say the UFC, who, who's the first name you think no, of? No, you think of Conor McGregor. So he's I, built that personal brand through that. That's true. Like, I want to be, obviously, it's very hard to get that good in sports that I'm in, but I want to be up there like with I, the best, I, I the, best be the best, the best. I want to be up there with the best. And, and it's, it's personal goals, though. It's not. Like, and, and it gives you a, re- it gives you your why. Yeah. So now you have your why for doing something in that sense. So when you don't feel like training, you still train because you know what is, well, you know what you're doing it for. You're not doing it for external validation. This is all personal. Yeah, it's all like yeah. I don't want. I want to be that good because like. So why? Thing, why? It's because. I think it's what it comes from my competitive nature. Like, okay. Even from young, like when I was young, everyone, I, all my mates now, I don't like to lose. Be it an argument, be it like, I need to be a little race that I had on the green with one of my mates. I don't like to lose. I like, I'm so, like, I will put everything into it. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, I'll bust along, do my hamstring and trying to beat someone in like a 20 minute race. No, and that, you know what? That's very good. And I, I agree to a certain extent. But there's a there's a common notion that's going around in the self development world. It's called be a monster, right? It's called being a monster. Every young man should be a monster, but learn how to control it. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. And this is yeah. you. This is your inner monster that's now. Man, like it's but like it's 
but there's a there's a certain field you know how to you know how to control it. Where, you know, in arguments, you gotta be the bigger person. that can. But even still, you're this is your monster. Yeah, I, I just I hate I hate little. I don't and like I don't know what it is. It's people like I don't like. I just don't like when people get the better of me. I just don't. I obviously like it's not me being like. Uh, no, it's not. It's just you I want just, the best for yourself. No, but like I'm so fucking stubborn. <laughs> I'm so stubborn. Like. Even if I'm chatting out of my ass, like the amount of arguments I've had with my mates where I've been pure waffling, but they'll give up just because I'd be ready to die on that argument <laughs> and they, they won't be out. So can you see that as a, as a positive or a negative? It can be, it, it's a positive, but it can be a negative at the same time. Like a negative where some people won't enjoy that, like they won't get along with that because they're like, oh, not everything's a competition. But like when it comes to stuff like that, I just I like that's I just that's like, your bread that's and butter. That's my team. Like I like I like to win. I'm okay, a I, I, you're I a winner. Yeah, I like to win. Like, you're a winner. Yeah. yeah, and that's what you know. When I was constructing the brand and and the tree, you know, you know, we mean spur of the hustler, swag of a champion, so of a both way. But I want to stop on swag of a champion, bro, because this is you describing the swag of a champion right now. Swag of a champion is being able to walk into any room, head up, chest out. Yeah. Knowing what you do and not being afraid to be yourself. That's confident. Confidence. Confidence. Confidence is key. But there you go, because what's happening is your work ethic that you've been doing your whole life, it gives you confidence. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. So when you do something, it's like, yeah, I know who I am. I'm Joe. I do this. You know what? You don't need external value. Like that's what I mean. Like, like some people uh, don't really bother me. Really, like, does, does my head is when people try to knock other people for doing something that they really want to do Ooh. like some people some people like you probably got it oh some man bro listen some people and like some people might come after me just for coming on this and like i'm like, like why like why why do you why do, for one if if it's not your thing why do you care why do you care two why do you have to bring people down for it like, what's what your what business from that? Like, what you, you're like you'll never catch you'll never catch me being like oh that fella's a gee back he's hopping on youtube well like, listen if do you, your thing if, like, and i wanted to ask you what do you define as fun right because i'll tell you what one of my things that i had to grow out of was because you know me when i was consistently doing my thing mm. throughout the whole covid situation you know Listen, even throughout building this up, I've had all sorts of comments, man. You wouldn't believe it. People just, man, why don't you go out? And, listen, man, this is fun. So I want to ask you, because I know you were talking very, very diligently about the process of becoming that top athlete that you were and you were striving to be again. What was, what was fun for you in that moment of time? Fun was training was enough. Well, I love training. Yeah, I love training. And, and the fun part was the competitiveness. Of there it. you go. The fun part was watching yourself from one day running five minutes in the lap and then doing it one day yeah, four, four minutes. minutes and just getting better. But there you go. Not watching you're getting better. But it's personal. Yeah. It's like when MJ says, "I took it personal." Yeah. It's really it and truly. Yeah. So that's why it's important that people can realize that. Listen, it's not about you. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's, it's not. It's not about you. It's what it's about. Oh, what we're trying. We're trying to achieve. You understand? Right. So I, I want to take ten steps backwards. I know you mentioned COVID. What was COVID like for you? COVID for me was bad. So altogether, I hated COVID with everything because me. I'm sort of. How old were you when you went into COVID? Just for some context. What was it? Seventeen, was it? Must have been seven. Gone seventeen. Sixteen, seventeen. 
Okay. Let me think. I say, so I want to say seven. It was fifty, yeah. I'd say it was seventeen because I had my eighteenth and my ninth. I had my eighteenth in COVID. I think I had my seventeenth in COVID as well, though. I think I might have been sixteen when I started. Okay. But um, for me, I'm such. I'm a person that really bounces off other people. You need to be around. I need people. to be around people right. to like entertain. Like it's all entertainment for me. Like I like. If you put me in a room, like even a room like this, yeah. If you put me in a room like this, you want to find I'll, I'll, I'll crack up. Like it's mad. Like even when I had COVID and I was in here, oh, I cracked up big time. I was in here for like oh, five days, cracked up, couldn't hack it, like couldn't hack it. And I was saying with COVID, like there's only so much. When you say crack up, you mean like, I just I get I get so like it's not a turn to a person that isn't me. Like I just so you kind of transition out of yourself and into a yeah, whole different into person, a whole different person, which is like. Just fella, just like moody, moody cunt basically. That's just pissy out of everyone. Doesn't want, like, doesn't want to do anything. Unmotivated. Just lazy bollocks that no one wants to be around. Basically, like, I've become a person like just real moody and pissy with everyone, and I hate it. And because I hate it, it makes me more pissed off. And then it just it gets, it's a constant cycle. cycle. It gets in the cycle then, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck's sake. But so how, so how did you try and use and? I know you must have been taking some sort of steps, but how did you try and be intentional about resolving the the notion of okay, I don't know, I can't, I, I, I know I can't be myself. What can I do? Can I start reading? Did you did you try anything like that? For me, it was with me. It's like um, I don't do things like I I notice it, but I won't get myself out of it until someone mentions until it. Until someone helps you. Until someone mentions it, like someone has to mention it. Like I'm not gonna name any names, but. At Christmas time when we were in COVID, I think I said I'm on eBay song. I wasn't training at all, like I wasn't even doing um drinking a lot. Um, I was playing dance. This this, this is this is the, the, the Joe that's transitioned out of Joe. Yeah, yeah this is not it wasn't really me to be honest with you. I was playing darts with my mates and one of my mates started slagging me for it. You could see my <laughs> this goes sound funny, yeah. You could see you could see my tits were slagging, slagging like right. <laughs> did it get that bad? Like, yeah, I'm now like it was bad enough for me because of before, I didn't like it, but like you, they were like, they were a bit. There's chubbiness on them, like you know what I mean. Like, and this is gonna sound obviously stupid to most people. People be like, oh yeah, I don't care, but for me that hurt. Like, no, like, but it's oh, but this is you. Do you know why? Because you have high standards yeah, for yourself. Yeah, but like, and then that once I heard that, yeah, boom, snapped out completely. Literally next day. Train, start training again. Back going into mad, the zone. Going mad, just like the monster in your yeah, back. Like, and that was the last time I went on one of them massive, like week, week and a half benders. Like I've just been try, like trying. Obviously, it's for me. You need to have a mix of training and going out to have fun. Mm, that's I do. I do a love a night out. I do love a drink, but I need to be trained as well. If I drink too much and train too little, I get upset. If I train too much and drink too little, I get upset. Right. So I need a balance. balance. A balance is key for me. And I think I think most people need a balance. No, that's right. But um or other people need too much of one thing or too much of the other. Not too much. But still in consideration. Yeah, in consideration. No, but they, depends they, on who you are. Like. No, no, even doesn't matter who you are. Listen, even myself, while I claim to be Mr. Hustler himself, bro, there's balance for everything. Yeah, you need everything. To, you, need, you need to find something else that you enjoy outside of oh, working and working. There you go, right? Playing golf. Or bowling, or something. Keep it in mind. Or something like. There you go. So, 
I know, and when you were speaking about that, you touched about your knee. So I can relate to this because obviously I've had a major, two major knee injuries, two major knee surgeries, may I say. Um, people that don't know, I've actually broken my knee. So that's not the point, it's not about me, it's about you. <laughs> so I want you to tell me what happened to your knee and how has it made you a better person? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's made me a better person. It's made me grow up a lot quicker. So that's still trying to... I wouldn't say better though, I would say just matured me a bit more. I would, I would, I would say, I, I would say that's a form of being better though. From your, it depends on here, like it depends on the context. Context. But, um, okay. So what happened was, it was I think it was the 29th of June last year, playing a match, uh, just after my leaving. I like the way you remember the date. Yeah, it came up in snap memories the other day. Oh okay. <laughs> um, what's the name? Playing a match against Eads Town, uh, playing for a second team, and playing for a second team because I was just transitioning into going back to playing the first, the first team. Right. Because obviously I've taken time off to do my yeah, needs. So, yeah, that's right. So. Um, felt a pop in the warm up and went to get checked out. This cleared. is in the warm up. This is in the warm up. It was cleared. And um, obviously, I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not playing. So, obviously, I played. Like this, and the, and this, this, like, this is the monster within you right yeah, now. Like, it's just like I wanted to play. Okay. And um, obviously, I have nothing against the, like, the physio on the side on that. Like, she obviously done her best. Like she, how was she supposed to know there was no MRI on the sideline, you know what I mean? So, um, and I didn't really tell the full story as well, because I was like, oh yeah, I hurt my knee. Like I didn't be like, oh yeah, I felt a pop, you know what I mean? Because like, I wanted to play. Yeah, of course. And obviously this is all new to me, like it's all, uh, it's all like all these new, this is a serious injury. I've had injuries before, but this but is this, a serious injury. Yeah. I was like, oh, I just got a bang. So in my head, I'm like, oh, you're used sore. to this, you know you. Man, like, so I've been hit before, I was yeah. like, I just a bang, I'll play on. Then play it on. I think I think it's important that people can see the context because when you say that you were a serial winner, this is what we're talking like about. I, like, that's what I mean. It can also that's why I also saying it can be positive. Positive and negative. negative. This that's is where right. it comes. This is where the negative comes in. Where like I do think it's not stupid, but like well, I do things without thinking because I want to win and I want to play so bad. So played played the match and about around it's about twenty minutes after half time about 50 minutes, I would say. Took a shoulder, and wherever the way my knee planted, it just went in, and then I felt the pop. Like I, now this time it was proper pain. Like I was like, I felt it go, and I was like, what the fuck is that? I've never felt like, I've never felt like that before. I was like, look, I've had, I've had serious injuries with my Achilles tendons, concussions, the lot, but. How many concussions? Seven concussions. <laughs> but um, felt it, felt it go, and I was like, what the fuck was that? Like I heard the noise. I was like, Jesus! So I just booted the ball and like hobbled off the pitch. And I was like, here, this this helps. Fuck! Like, I can't bend this. I can't do that. And it's swollen now. So I look at him like, oh, what the fuck! Video comes out to me. She's like, oh, Joe, this could be ligaments. And I was like, oh, my days. I was like, oh, fuck! But even oh, still, then there was hope, right? There was hope. Well, obviously, I was very like. It was all new to me, so I'm obviously going to be like, yeah, back, yeah, back, back and forth, back, back, yeah. back, back at the end of summer. Yeah. Um, when I got checked out by her the next morning, and she was like, don't think it's on serious, it should heal itself. And I didn't get an MRI. And then kept seeing her consistently once or twice a week for three or four weeks. Wasn't getting better. 
fountain was getting worse. I was finding it a lot harder to manoeuvre up and down stairs, up hills, and like that. I was getting it really hard. I went, I took a trip to Galway between that, and I literally had to take painkillers to, to walk around, and I had like a little shitty knee brace on me. And um, came back, and I was like, I need an MRI. Like this, this yoke's not healing, and didn't get, wouldn't get sent for one until I had to complain to, um, I had to complain to the coaches, and then they got to, got I wasn't even her in the end, it was a fella. They got him to um, get, get me to go for an MRI, and then got me MRI. Got referred by two other physios as well because I had to go to other people obviously because I didn't think I was getting off this fella. That's right. Went to two other physios, got three referrals, got me MRI sorted, and they said meniscus snapped in half, and I was like, "What the fuck's a meniscus? What's a meniscus? Yeah. Why? Why is that? And it's a it's a tendon, which is like it's like between your two bones. It's like it absorbs the shock pressure when you're walking up and down stairs. That's its main job, and when you're jumping up and down, it absorbs the shock. And without it, bones were off each other, get arthritis. So I didn't have that. I didn't really know what the fuck it was. But these people were telling me, like, I don't know if you should go on for an operation now because you've been so long into it. We might, if you're going for an operation, maybe just snip it off. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What's that? What's that gonna do? And they're like, it'll get you back pain in five weeks, but the high likelihood you're getting arthritis. And I was like, I don't want that right. Yeah, no, no. I was like, so what's your option? I was like, we could try and repair it. And when I was thinking, I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm doing that one. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm doing that one. Mm-hmm. Try and repair it. Got me surgery on the 18th of November, I want to say. It was a few days after, it was two days after Debs. Um, and I actually went in Debs as well. One of my mates uh, fell into me, popped again, and made it a lot worse. But uh, we won't talk about that. The fella now, if he's watching this, the fella knows who he is. <laughs> um, but, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, but then got me surgery the two days after Debs, and my knee came out of it fairly confident. They said, uh, they said it was success. It healed. It should heal properly. Uh, boy, if with rehab and with. Um, gym, good gym, solid, solid gym work. I should be back, boy. End of April, start May. Went through that proper, proper hard gym work, proper rehabbing, like doing everything like I should be doing. And then it came back, wasn't right, and kept trying. Wouldn't say it wasn't right. In my head, I was like, it's, it's gonna be, it's, it's, gonna, it's just gonna be painful to start. It's gonna get better. Then in, say it was my third training session, took a knock, another pop, here I am now. Apparently I've done my lateral MCL or some products now, like, and it's like, ah, what can you do? So I'm not going to know what the sus is for another three or four weeks with it. But a lot of people don't realise, this is the main thing, um, a lot of people don't realise when this is what this was the main thing for me in COVID is like why I was so bad in COVID. Another reason why I was so bad in COVID was when you take something like football that I've been doing consistently five out of seven days a week. When you take that away from someone, if you take so example, if someone took gym from you five days a week, there were you 
that, that's, that's a gap it. that's a gap that you're supposed to fill what am I supposed to do now? that's what you're supposed to do that's what I was like I was like what the fuck am I supposed to do and I, I mean f- like and he like it's kind of like like it's not like I could go on runs and stuff like that and I've well, I've never you, I never was just dormant you couldn't I, was just, I couldn't do none and I've never been the biggest person to go to the gym like I don't not I don't enjoy the gym. I go you just to the gym. do it just to make sure yeah, to make sure I stay in shape. That's why I do it. Like gym isn't really my thing. Right. I'm more of a an athlete. Yeah, an athlete. Like I like I like running. I like right. football. I like you like getting like, your heart rate. Yeah, I mean the heart rate, but don't like sitting sweating down, sitting down sweating the arse off, pumping iron. Like I'll do it just to get just to keep fit to make sure everything is good yeah. with your body. Yeah, but like and mental stuff as well. Like obviously you need to do be doing something, but yeah. Um, that was taken away from me and it's like what the fuck am I supposed to do now like it's like like at least at least in Covid I could go out and kick kick a few footballs with me so I could go run around agreeing with bumps and mine as well yeah but when it came down to the actual injury I was told I wasn't even able to lift weights as well I wasn't there to put pressure on it so I was like so you were completely done I couldn't do nothing I, I had literally especially when I actually had the surgery I was so immobile I couldn't walk. Everything had to be given everything to me. Everything had to be given to me, and I felt like disabled. Like I felt like such a pleb. Like it's right. like, why is this? Like, why is this all happening to me? It's like, well, the, see, the thing is, right? I'm sorry for calling you short, but that's a very important thing you said there. Why is it all happening to me? More like, why isn't this happening to me? Yeah. So like, because if you point to perspective, right? There's people who get hit by cars every day, yeah, and, then, and then this is us complaining about our knees not. Being allowed us to play football. Yeah, no, but that's what I mean. Like, I get that completely, yeah. I do get that, but there's one thing I always say, and it is just because people have bad problems doesn't mean the problems that we have aren't bad. And bad. No, that's you know right. I mean? That's so, right. For me, this is this was the end of the world. Like, I, oh, I can I relate. Never, and I never spoke about it. Like, I was all like, people ask me, and I was all right. I'd be like, yeah, I'm fresh, man. I just get to chill out all day. Like, this is deadly. I fucking hate you it. Hate I hate it. I couldn't, like, I couldn't do that. And I was hopping around the spot. Even, like, I would have, I would have died even going to play and like, go anywhere. Like, I would, yeah, I just was, do something. Like, I was like, I just, I want to get out. Like, and, like, I went on, I think I went on, like, two walks. And I made it to, like, Westfield. And then I was like, agony. And I was like, the fuck am I supposed to do? And this went. This was I was in. I was had this cast on for about six weeks, and I could do fuck all. Prop like I could like I start maneuvering around. Well, about after about four weeks, but even then it was very little moving. But for them four weeks, I was in bed like doing nothing, and I was like, it's so like. It's disheartening as well because like obviously people that are close to you they see it and it's like. Obviously, they can't. They don't want to push it to be like, oh, there is something wrong. But I was like, fuck me, I just didn't want to be there at all. I just, I wanted, I just didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be me in that moment in time. I wanted to be someone else. Like I was like, I just, I hated it so much. I was sitting there, lying there, beg, barely couldn't fucking shower. Like I couldn't do that. I was sitting there, sweating me bollocks off in bed, gaining smelly. weight, smelly, gaining weight. Like fucking doing nothing but going TikTok or watching movies. You know, see, like, Joe. You know, I, I find the funny thing about this is because I personally, yeah, you relate. To I it. know what this is, like, but oh. the people listening won't know. Yeah. 
You've given us a great story there, and I really wanted to pick that out of you, and thank you for telling and sharing that story, right? But when I said, why not me? The reason I say that is because I know you believe in the higher power, which yeah. is God, right? Now, what I'm trying to say to you, right, is it took me time. Originally, I was like, this is, like, I was like, nah, forget about God. Mm. Like, why, why would he do this to me? Like we said, yeah. everybody's problems are equal. Yeah. So everyone's a shame. Right. But what happened was, as I continued to mature and develop an injury, I realized, why not me? Because God was trying to challenge me to allow me to grow. Do you yeah, understand? He put me like, in a difficult situation. For like you? Yes, yeah, so man. Like I, the way I think about it all is now, it's like, even if this doesn't work out and I can't go do pace You feel like you I, have... I've matured so much and I've realized so much more about myself. There you go. And it's like... Serendipity. That's what I mean, and it's caused you to cause me to dig a lot deeper into yourself. Myself. And it's like for ages not speaking about stuff. It's like it all starts it, to come out. And then and now like, you can learn how now, to be. Now, now I can actually learn how to deal with stuff. Deal with stuff. Like everything's linked. Everything's linked. Everything. So surprised how everything is linked. And something that could have happened to you when you were five that you don't even remember. It could just come out of you one day, and you realize that is the reason I act like this today. Because that thing happened to me when I was five. And it's like, what the fuck? And like, it makes you, it makes it, it makes me. I'm able to deal with it so much better. It gave you, it gave you good emotional intelligence. Yeah, yeah, uh, better my emotions. I was like, I didn't know. Like, I, was running, I was like, I was one of them fellas. I was like, oh fuck this. Like, yeah, you talk. No, but this, this is mean, what I'm saying. This is why I asked you, why not you? Because it turned you from yeah. a kid, a boy. Yeah, I mean, into, to a man. It's like it matured me so much more. There we go. But the thing is, though, the reason. I didn't enjoy the process. Oh, but nobody enjoys the no, process. No, but some people do. Like, no. Some people, some people, some people, they don't enjoy the process that like, happens to, like, like that. Of was. course. But like the natural process. We didn't, I didn't get a natural process was as I got older. Like I just became more mature. Like I had to be mature really, really quickly and realize. What the fuck That's is, true. What the fuck's no, you're on, right. You, know you I mean? are right. So like, the thing is for me, I didn't enjoy it. So I look at it and I have a lot of resentment towards it, but when you look at it back from the bird's eye view, bigger picture, zoom out from the lens, yeah, it's like I needed that. There we go. You needed that situation. You needed to be put in that confinement, that box to realize, listen, I've been doing things wrong. God has put me in this position to challenge me, to test me so I can mature. And this is why I said, how did the injury make you become a better person? Yeah. And you just talked. It It matures you so much more. And I like, it makes it it made me think a lot more about um myself like about putting myself so it gave you knowledge of yourself really yeah like it's like and also gave me a lot of like talking about stuff is so important and you, and you learn to communicate better yeah it's like you have to talk about stuff like if you don't talk about it it comes out in phases and it's just it comes out in ways you don't want it to come yeah, out yeah and it's like you don't like you look back on stuff and you're like why the fuck did I do that for but then it's again like, you know what they say, a boy's got to play with fire to get burned. Yeah, exactly. Turn That's him right. into a man. You need all these experiences. There we to, go. Like, makes it you, you know what I mean? And this is now, you now have, whether you like the phrase or not, you have something called being worn up on others because most people have not experienced the kind of trauma and adversity that you've been put under. Now, you have something called higher development than other people because of the situation. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, I and, and and it's 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 wrong that I say that, but it's the truth because 
you have to put in some sort of adversity to come out and realize oh yo i've been doing something like this wrong yes you it's need like, it you have like you know what it's like it's like what's name you know this is going to sound retarded again no this just came to my head yeah. this me, just bro. came to my head you know when you're playing mario yeah and you get hit by one of them fucking goomba yokes and you shrink right but then so that's you Ooh. getting hit with the trauma <laughs> That's you getting hit with the trauma. That's a big bad. You get hit with one of them mushrooms or something like that, and then you level you're up. Back up. You're back up, and it's like there you go. That, like and this. that's and that's that's the natural occurrence of life. It goes down, it goes back up. up. Look, like, you guys, listen. That's why I say you gotta stay hungry, stay humble. Never let success get to your head. Never yeah, let failure get to your head. Gotta be like straight and narrow, man. Tunnel vision the whole time, and that. But that's where me and you are fairly different. Like you're very much thriving for something. I'm very much just just going with, going, the going with the flow to be honest with you I'm very much like but even still that's okay yeah but what I'm telling you now is whether you like it or not this injury is giving you something that people don't have yeah and what's gonna happen is this is a natural occurrence of life one day when you found out what it is that you feel I this is me this is me I'm gonna kill this now if it's not with the, if it's not you know going back into becoming a full-time athlete this injury would have given you the mental fortitude to go on and do that that's why there's no I bro there's a there's a concept it's called if uh, this way I want to describe it because I've I've done both these two things and I believe they're intertwined and they correlate right if you can go to the gym and put your body in the stress what makes you believe you can sell up a successful business? Do you understand? Because there's a correlation in there as in stress, stress management. Do you understand? I get you, yeah, but some people get stressed out by different things. You know what I mean? No, so, like, it's, it's not. I don't think you need to go into the gym to be a successful person, obviously. No, it's not, that's not what I'm saying. The, the concept is, put, is, is the is correlation between the training aspect of training the mind and the, oh, you're to me now. Because, yeah, it's because like the link, the link between yes, yeah, because yeah. business, bro, business can be so difficult. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it needs something to burn it off. Oh man, listen, I have days where, listen, things are going good right now. I'm gonna be honest, right? And things are going, and I'm happy, but bro, my mind is working on overdrive. Like yeah. it hurts sometimes. It's 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 painful. It's yeah. sore. That's what I'm saying. Because I've been able to adapt the skill from the gym of adapting that mental fortitude, I know how it's like to practice delayed gratification. So why I'm, why I'm saying this is because I want to I want to know through this injury now, whatever you do in the future, it will be fruitful because you have the mental fortitude. Yeah, you can get through stuff. Boom, do you see yeah. what I'm talking about, the, the alignment? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what does the, if you don't know, Tell me something. What's the future know? What's the future hold for yourself? See, I don't look. No, see, with me, yeah, I I'm not money driven at all. Okay, like, I'm not. Driven you you want to be success or money at all? I just if I have if I have a a family and if I have a job that I like. I'm freshest, I'm fresh as man. There you go. Bro, give me that, man. Give That's all I need, man, you know what I mean? That is some real That's shit right the, there. I don't really care about, about money or about fame or success. And at the end of the day. Driven, but I'm driven. All I want really in my life is to be happy at the end to of the be, day. To you know create I mean? happiness. Yeah. And the, generational happiness. Yeah, so like, I like, one of the main things I really want to do is I want to be able to at least, I want to be young enough. 
I want because I want to be a young dad. Okay. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I don't want to be. I don't have my first kid when I'm thirty. I want to have my first kid before I'm like. Like I want to have my first kid around me finishing college when I'm in the in my first or second year in a job. So like twenty six odd. Because like I want to be able to play football with my first son or daughter, whoever. The and that's a great ambition to have. Or whoever it is, like I want to be able to for sure like, do something like that with them. Like one of my big goals right now is for to get my little brother proper playing football like Eric football and I want to play football with him I want to be on the same team as him on one day I want like when he hopefully he's good enough by the time he's about 17, 18 to play senior football so I can play with him you know what I mean like that is that's a, that's a big a, dream of mine is to play football with me little brother on the same pitch at the same time like, man you cannot you know, that's beautiful that's, that's what I want that's poetic man see like you've ten, that's, that's a, that, you said something about a 10 year plan there I don't have 10 year plan I have certain things that I want to happen but it doesn't have to be in 10 years it doesn't have to be in 5 years I just want it to happen to help you. like I, if, I, if I get to play if I get to do that with my brother or my daughter or my son or whatever obviously not my daughter because my daughter can't play men's football so I'll take that one back but well uh, I may have fucked up there no it's, not being, it doesn't not being weird sex it, it, it's, it doesn't matter it's, it's, <laughs> the, it's the action that yeah. you complete together right like, I understand um, if I get that and retire and be yeah. a happy man like to be honest with you look on fresh out that's it but you know the thing I admire about you the most is because you carry yourself the way you carry yourself when you're even though you may not know exactly what you want to do you are a man of integrity and that's something I can really hold you, hold you accountable to now you say that you're not driven by money you're not driven by fame you're not driven by success none of that you're driven by happiness and that's something I can 100% you know relate to and I myself listen bro Money is a tool. Money is a tool to make more. I am not necessarily driven by money. I'm driven by creating generational wealth. And that's what we have. It's almost sort of alignment. Yeah. You want to create generational happiness. I want to create generational wealth, happiness, generational everything. Yeah. See, like, one of the main things is for me, like, I, I, I can't, I don't want to get bored. That's a big thing for me. So if I get bored, I start, I start cracking up. I start messing up stuff that is good that I have. I start losing my head. You know what I mean? So I don't want to get bored. Like I want a, I want a job that keeps me on my toes. So that's why, like, if you look at it, the course I done. Yeah. What about what's that? Event management. Okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong with event management. Don't wrong. I, I, I like. I, I enjoy my course. Okay. It's fun. I, I enjoy the work experience part of it. But it's, it's not exactly high points. You know what I mean? I was 120 points above my course, but I chose that course because, like. It will not be suitable to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. No offense, anyone does something like that. Accounting, like, or computer science, or something like that. I don't want to be sitting on my hall all day, coding or putting numbers in one bracket and moving it to another. Because I will lose my fucking. Yeah, head. It's, it's not for everybody. That's me. Like if that's me, like I'm not actually nothing against anyone that does that. Like one of my good mates does computer science, and I'm more than happy for him because he's going to make a fucking bank. Like he's going to be bonkers on cash. Like, but for me. Like I don't care. <laughs> like it doesn't bother me. Money doesn't bother me. I just want to be able to do. Like if I go set up events in like a bleeding nightclub for the rest of my life or whatever, and I make decent money, I'm fresh ass. Like that's me happy as someone that be making. the someone that for money and it's making like I was on like two hundred grand a year. You know what I mean? Like I don't care. That doesn't bother me. Like I just I don't. I don't want to get bored. I want to keep. You want to keep on the ball. I want to keep on the ball. I want to keep moving. I want to keep on my toes. I want stuff. They're not actually, there's something I saw, yeah, 
don't get me wrong, this fella's a gobshite and a half. Do you know Robin Lipsy? Robin Lipsy, yeah. He is a gobshite, don't get me wrong, like he's a tool. Hey, man, but he, he says some smart stuff sometimes, and one of the smart things he said, I saw on TikTok, yeah, he goes, people who say they don't want to get stressed out, yeah, I don't want to do stuff. Like, what are you talking about? Shut your mouth, you hardly just want to sit on your ass all day. Because if, imagine if you sit on your ass all day and you do fuck up, do you not lose your head, do you not get cracked up, do you not get bored? I'm saying, don't be wrong, yeah. This fella is an absolute garbage. Like, he's, I think he's an absolute pit. Well, I mean, it's subjective to opinion, and that's fair. Well, no, like, I just, some of the stuff that comes out is well, no, and, and that's, and that, and I, I agree, but then again, subjective to opinion, right? But your man, Rob Lipset, I saw on TikTok the other day. Um, he said, people that want to go through life stress-free with no problems. Like, are you born or something? Like, do you want to be born? Because, like, if you're stressed out, it's entertainment. It keeps it buzzing, it keeps you on your toes, like, worrying about something. Obviously, it's not good. But it's good to create it's, stress. It stresses you out, and it's like... It's good to it's create... It thinks about stuff. Keeps right. your mind moving. Otherwise... Like, don't get me wrong, like, I like a day when I have nothing going on, I like to sit down, but if I, it's like that all the time, you get so born, and it's like, I want to be putting myself through something here, like, the way I think about it is, the reason people get all into all these situationships and all this, it's because they're bored, it's not because, because neither of them want a relationship, it's because they're bored, that's a good and like, they see, they see, they see a person that they think is fit, and they're like, do you know what, I'd like to poke that. She'd like to talk that. Why not? And then someone gets hurt in the end. But at the same time, though, you're walking around like, oh, this bird won't leave me alone. But see, you love you it. put yourself in that yeah, position. That's mean. But like, you, you wanted that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, like it's happened to me before. And it's like, you wanted that. Yeah. Like, stop, stop chatting over your ears. Like I've done it as well. Like, where I'm like, oh, this bird won't leave me alone. But it's like, I love it. Like it's like I, it's, I, 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 I put myself in that situation to receive them messages. So now I'm like, like what well, I can't complain, but I'm complaining just to cause conversation. And conversation is the gossip, and that's where all gossip comes in. Because like then people start gossiping and stuff like that. But the gossip, same gossip, gossip is only made because people are bored. It's all because people are bored. So going back to, they're looking for ways to entertain themselves. So going back to your point, you need to create stress. Yeah, you need to be. If you're stressed about something, your mind's going, you're going. You're working, you're, you're trying working, to you're find you're out. You're trying to figure out a problem. Even if it's something to do with birds, something to do with work, something to do, fucking, I don't know, I'm like, something to do with your nan, I don't know. Like, it's just, you're, you're just trying to, you're you're trying trying to, to be intentional. You're trying to think about stuff to make you better. But, and people, that's what I said, people that are like, oh, I don't want, I want a stress-free life. I want to live out in Mali, not Mali, whatever the fuck it's called. Bali. Bali. Mali. <laughs> Bali, living in Bali, sitting my arse all day and drinking. Joe, like, Joe, but that's the, that's the thing with financial freedom. I am trying to be financially free. I'm, I'm on the road to financial freedom, but even still, then the way I see it, if you yeah, don't, like, if you don't have, if you don't have freedom of your mind, you're never going to be free. So yeah. you need to create stress so you can continuously trying to keep. That's what I mean. Like, but like, if you if you make bank, which I I think you will. Don't get me wrong. If you make bank, you're not. Suggested what you think bank is, anyways. You know, if you make, if you make, if you make money, money, like money, money, right? And you don't have to work. Man. You're not gonna sit in. You're not gonna sit in Bali all day and watch the dolphins. No, you're That's not. Like, you're gonna be, gonna be. In you can do that for two weeks, but, but yeah, then, like, you gotta go. I need, I, I need to go back. You need to free your mind. I need to go back and do. There something. you go. That's what I mean, like. So even this is what I want to say, and I want to wrap this podcast episode up very soon. But freedom, bro. 
freedom, people think, tend to think that freedom is financial, you know, when you get all this money, you be free, less, no stress, bullshit, go back to what you said, mm. it doesn't work that way, you need to free your mind from the prison of your mind, to put, you need to create stress and put, allow yourself to grow from environments, you need to be intentional about that kind of thing, and that's why I said earlier, going to the gym, and training the mind and being it's the same way as trying to build a business because it gives you that kind of mental fortitude that allows you to free up your mind and that's when you're truly free yeah do you understand I mean like it's like you need stuff going on in your life to actually enjoy not having anything going on in your life there we go like to enjoy the little like enjoy like the little moments I know what everyone says enjoy the little things that's because you work so hard. How can you things. enjoy little things if, if you don't? If you don't? If you didn't have big hard times? There we you go. Enjoy the little things. Because mm-hmm. if you enjoy the little things, aren't going to be as significant. You know what I mean? Like if you're like, if you work five days a week and then when you come home from work, you get to relax. You know you're earning. You're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna enjoy yeah, it. That's right. And I enjoy it. Like, trust me, I enjoy it. Like, when I come home from work, I like, I like, like don't get me wrong, I like going and working out. But at the same time, like I like sitting on my ass watching the violin. ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็